gosh, it's Suzilla, but it's Saturday. What's wrong here? <laughs> well, yeah, we 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 got kind of trapped in busy storm. Busy storm is a good way to put it. We usually do our podcast with about seven thirty on Thursday mornings. It gets us in we're done shortly before eight o'clock, but we've had eight o'clock appointments, which means we need to be here and ready to go well before eight o'clock. So it cut into our podcast time. We, we will figure this out. We will. However, we so we were we're podcasting on this very special Veterans Day. There you go. Well, yeah, it is Veterans Day. Not even yeah, yesterday was observed, but we still worked, <laughs> despite not being a veteran. Yeah. So yeah, I just I decided to co-op it and let's talk about veterans. Veterans. Okay. Um. First things first. You're a veteran. Yes. Yes, so, Matt, well, Matt, the owner of Wenatchee Insurance and Susie Health Solutions, is in fact a veteran. I, however, am not. And I didn't know him when he was in the service, so I can't even be called an army wife. Uh, uh, yeah, but it's one of those things, being a veteran, kind of you're always a veteran. It's oh, weird yeah, that it never way. Really, yeah, but it's not your identity as it is for some people. Yeah, I didn't get wrapped up in the whole, hey, let's do the veterans, you know, egg salad on the hat and and <laughs> be one of those crusty people down at the, the VFW. You tried for the VFW a couple of times. They, they rejected me. No, they, no, no. <laughs> you were you were allowed to be a member for a, for a bit and it was just not the right fit for you. So you yeah, let it go. Yeah, because, you know, having, having a kid and, and drinking is not really my identity. No, it really isn't. You were also super young compared to those guys. Yeah. Because, I mean, yes, you're a veteran of a foreign war, mm. but a more modern foreign war where they're, you know, they're, you were dealing with like Vietnam and Korea and the random World War II veteran up there. Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, today I'm still, you know, an old guy. Yeah. With gray hair and yeah. all, all that. Um, but it was, it's different. It is. Veteran, veterans of, uh, you know, after nine, after nine eleven, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll blame nine eleven on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, before that time, there was no thank you for your service. No. Um, um, I, you're right. There was no thank you for your mm -hmm. service. But before that, it was the late eighties, early nineties, when we had that rush of um, Vietnam movies. Um, Platoon. Platoon and, was like eighty six. It, it was uh, like I said, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, Platoon, Full Metal Jacket, um, Born on the Fourth of July, mm -hmm. that whole little chunk of of movies mm -hmm. which were doing the whole, um, maybe we shouldn't have been treating our Vietnam vets so badly when they came back. And there was and we hit some guilt there. Yeah, some fun Matthew trivia. Uh the day I signed for my delayed entry program was the day I watched Platoon for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Before or after? Uh, after. Okay. I, I, being a veteran, and in, in, I was combat arms, mm -hmm. so we have this really warped sense of the world around us. Mm -hmm. um, we're trained that way. We live that way. Um, it's, it's like, oh, you know, we were driving down the street today and it was starting to rain. It's like, yeah, if it ain't raining, it ain't training. And it's just. It's embedded. It's embedded in us. It is. Uh, it, it, it becomes a part of your 
existence. Mm -hmm. It's it's definitely a, a impact on your personality. You would not be the same person you are today if you hadn't gone in the army, been stripped down and rebuilt. Yeah. And that's fine because I like who you are today. Um, I don't know if I would have liked the non, um, non-military serving Matt. You know, I would love to visit an alternate real life reality to, uh, reality to see. That would be fun. Yeah, but yeah, that's you know, you know, would I recommend you know someone joining today? It really depends on them. On on on. Oh, on, absolutely. Because I mean, when I went in a week before I left, I literally sh- I had hair down the middle of my back. I got a short haircut. Mm-hmm. You know, I prepared myself and I left. When I went to war, I literally shaved my head, kissed my wife goodbye, because by statistics, I had 19 seconds of combat. That wasn't me. I was not the wife. No. That was his first wife. Um, no, I'm not the first wife. So, yeah, there, there, there <laughs> is certain <laughs> moments where you just, and boom, right. you're there, you're all in, and you're ready to change the world. Exactly. And in a lot of ways, you you know, you and your compatriots mm-hmm. did, you know. Well, yeah. You did. Uh, and that's part of, but it's it's still war and it still sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's probably the most intense, inten- intense emotional event that we go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, you know, when the, the average stranger... You know, thanks me for the for my service. It's like okay, that's cool and all, and the you know the the instinct is, is well, why didn't you serve? Mm-hmm. See, what I I always thought that it's it's gotten that particular phrase has gotten overused. It's mm-hmm. become a throwaway. It's it's not sincere anymore. Yeah, you know. But if you don't say something, then you're you're not a patriot. You're not a good American. So I ask, I ask my, my, my fellow humans that have served in, in either both, you know, in the service, either in war or not, because I know a lot of folks who were, who are veterans who were not combat vets, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you think about this? What, you know, what, how did, and most of them are going, well, whatever, or it's like, eh, it's kind of weird, you know? And so I asked Matt, well, what should I say? What, what, what should, what, if I really am sincerely wanting to say, you know, like on Veterans Day or Memorial Day, when you really do want to acknowledge the, the, the work that they put in, because it is work, what do you say? And he told me something to the effect of, I'm impressed that you could do something I couldn't do. Or something like that. Yeah, it's... Or thanks for well, doing something I hadn't had the guts to do. Well, it's, it's like, well, you know, thanks, how are you doing? Yeah. Check in with them. Oh my gosh. That's the biggest thing. It's mm-hmm. just like check in with them and see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, awesome. You served. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, actually find out where they are. Yeah. Not just to throw away. I, ex- I respect you for your service, but no, are they okay? Well, it's so it it's, so often it's it's disingenuous, mm-hmm. um, and absolutely, and, and it's it's become this weird. Let's let's wrap ourselves in a, in a in a in the American flag and do horrible things. Yeah, and it's like no, I, I one of the things I learned right off the bat, and it was my first real squad leader at my first duty station. 
was Staff Sergeant Terry Noah. <laughs> and Terry Noah had, had a, a wonderful phrase that summed it up. Take care of your privates and they'll take care of you. <laughs> Sorry, that has a real double meaning. It has a real double meaning, but the, the meaning was is you take care of the people you're in charge of, yeah. the, the, the people that are literally beneath you in rank and stature, uh -huh. and in turn, they will take care of you. Yes, absolutely. You will generate loyalty with these people. Uh, and yeah, he got just the rawest of treatments and he ended up having to get a medical discharge. Oh, that's a shame. Um, but that lesson that, that, that he instilled in me lives on today. And it's like, yeah, someone walks in my door, I'm going to do my best to, to do by, right by him. Mm -hmm. and, and that is just something that has carried me on a 30 plus years of life. Mm -hmm. is you take care of people. And I don't see a lot of that compassion and that caring around today. It's definitely changed. Mm -hmm. And what I'm what's frightening to me is that the folks who do not have that compassion and mm -hmm. care are wrapping themselves up and and in the 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 blanket of patriotism. Mm -hmm. When in fact it what they're doing is not patriotic. Yeah, because if I didn't have that compassion to take care of other people, I wouldn't have been in the service. Mm -mm. Not at all. Not at all. Um, that's the thing that it, it, I'm mm -hmm. a proud American. I'm glad yeah. that I live in the United States. I was, I'm grateful to have been born here. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful that I have the right to say, screw you to my, to my local politicians and not get thrown in the, in the pokey. Mm -hmm. I also know that, I am looked at as a traitor by some of those flag wrapped. Well, it's um, yeah, because a lot of patriots, a lot of veterans don't fit the picture of the people who are wrapped in flags. Nope, a lot of those people wrapped in flags aren't veterans. Either. I know, I know they're all veterans. Um, one of the one of the the, the 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 greatest lessons I had, went through basic, went went through AIT, and one of the guys that came over to Germany with me uh, was Fritz. <laughs> okay. Fritz was a German citizen. Okay. He had, he joined the army to become an American citizen? Correct. Okay. Because at that time, he, his his mom took him to America, mm -hmm. raised him. He was like, hey, you know what? I love, I love, I love this country. I'm going to join the service, so I got a path to citizenship. So he was basically a DACA recipient. Before, before, before there was, was DACA. DACA. Yeah. And anyhow... He, he, he got to there and the and the and the legal team was like looking at us like oh shit you're out of here you can't be in Germany because he'd not served his time in the German army oh and that's mandatory and that's mandatory with that German citizenship so they literally put him on the plane to fly him back to America to serve in in America mm -hmm. so he wouldn't get because he would have been, he he been, been arrested. He would have been conscripted. Yeah, he would have been arrested by the by the Germans for 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 draft dodging. Yes, for draft dodging. <laughs> and, and most I don't know if I've heard this story. No, you have not heard that story. That was that was one of my my my. I got these little gems of. Is he of actually service. named Fritz? Yeah, we call him Fritz. No, no I we have no I idea remember. what he named. What I he can't was remember because it, it was one of those things. At the the I landed at at. at uh, Frankfurt, and they they threw they threw us in, in Ramstein, and for about it was about a week, 
because somewhere along the way they lost my paperwork. Oh. So for you know the, the very first thing we, we we landed there, got thrown in the, in these in this in these barracks, and the, the very first thing because I'm, I'm I'm a dumb private was here, go unload the airplanes. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. So of course during that time uh, it was the '80s and well. A, bomb threat called in and they evacuated the airport. We watched everyone, you know, doing while we're busy unloading the bags. Mm-hmm. So everybody, everybody was evacuated, but the privates loaded and loading the bags. Yep. Did they, <laughs> did they tell you to evacuate? No. Did they tell you there was a bomb threat? Yes. Did they, they say keep unloading the bags? Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Germany. Well, and, and that's, that was my station. It's like, dude, this is your duty station. This is your work. It don't stop. It don't stop if you get threatened. You keep going. Mm. That, well, yeah, that's part of being a service person. You know, mm-hmm. you just keep going. And yeah, so it's like, yeah, so yeah, after after those eight days of, oh my gosh, we, we would literally, I, I can't remember if they paid us or we, we just had enough cash to do it. But we, you know, after we'd done, you know, all the baggage and all the, all the, all the, the BS busy work, because mm-hmm. it was BS busy work because you're in between duty stations. They had you painting curves, didn't they? Uh, almost. Almost. <laughs> um, we, you know, we would, you know, do the, the five o'clock formation and then have our, have our meal and then hit the, hit the, the enlisted club. And drink German beer mm. for eight days, and we have no idea how we made it back to the barracks <laughs> each night. Um, but yeah, that was that was my, my my first eight days in Germany. That's 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 what I spent doing mm-hmm. was was busy work and drinking German beer mm-hmm. and waiting to go on to on the on the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 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 whole concept of of you know. Yeah, there's there are moments in your in your life where it's just kind of waiting for the next thing to happen. Yeah, and you keep yourself busy, mm-hmm. and hopefully you figure out how to make it back home. Yeah, that's usually a good goal. <laughs> and so yeah, there there is this this movement in America, particularly after nine eleven, mm-hmm. of this false patriotism. It really is false. Yeah, because it's it's just yeah. and it's getting it's getting it's getting more and more identifiably false mm-hmm. in the fact that that you know these people who have wrapped themselves in this flag identity mm-hmm. have turned around and 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 have used that that you know well what about the soldiers as a reason to deny other people from having things. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't ha- we shouldn't help the homeless because we got too many we shouldn't help the the immigrants because we got too many homeless soldiers, veterans. Uh, I've heard that just so many times. Oh yeah, and it, it's it's a really a it's like, bad Can we just help everybody? It, it, it's it's this really horrible mentality that hey, let's let's you know, use the veterans as this wedge to prevent us from doing good, it, it, in a lot of ways, the veteran that veteran um, rhetoric mm-hmm. replaced. What about the children? Yeah, um, it, very much so. And although now they're both being bandied about, but the veterans are still out there being. Uh, oh yeah. The, 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 
Let's help, a, the, let's a, help the veterans first. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you doing to do that? And then when it's time to help the veterans, mm-hmm. they scatter. Oh, yeah. Or it's socialism. Oh, well, we can't do that. Yes, yeah, socialism. Um, we can't. We can't help you with your with your health insurance. We can't. You can't support. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't support your your food stamps. We can't support because it's socialism and that's evil. No, it's human. Yeah. So it's just like you know, the you know one of the best things is is instead of okay, let's you know let's wave the flag, let's do this, and then the then the marketing. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, the marketing. Um. And the, the, you know, there are plenty of organizations out there that market, that cater a marketing program for us veterans. Oh, very much so. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. You know, there, there, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's it is actually a joke in the insurance world. Uh huh. And if you want to say it out loud or not, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to mention the company's name, but every, everyone, everyone knows who they are. Everyone knows who they are. And, and I, I, I laugh. It's like, okay, do you want the money to go back to Texas mm-hmm. or do you want some of that money to stay here local and do local things exactly. with a veteran? There you go. Yes. Matt uses his veteran. I status. use my veteran status to counter other veteran marketing. Yep. Especially if it's such disingenuous veteran marketing. Because almost every company I've ever seen, there has been some sort of benefit, affiliation benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're, they're, we're in a hard market, so some of those affiliate benefits are a little bit harder to get to. Some of the, some of the agents are, aren't quite as savvy, but it's, it's one of those things. If, if a person's asking, hey, are you in the, in, in the military? Or, hey, are you a police officer? They're looking for an affiliate benefit. So that you can get a discount. Well, you see that with nurses too. Nurses, teachers, yeah. accountants, scientists. Yes. Um, these are all things I've seen affiliate discounts for. Yeah, I've never quite figured that out, but okay. <laughs> well, some of that affiliate marketing, it, well, some of it's just marketing. Yeah. Because it's, it's the, hey, uh, let's feel good. This, this, this looks good. Uh, others is underwriting. Oh, uh, the accountants are less likely to be hang gliders. Exactly. Gotcha. You know, there, there, there are very few, you know, engineers out there that are, you know, also snor- snowboarding champions. Yeah, that's not that common. So, yeah, it's... But your engineers there, can be astronauts. There, and, and plus, it's a smaller population. Mm, true. So you're not giving a, a discount to a large population. You give it to a smaller population. It makes them feel special. Now, if it's too small, they'll open it up. They'll say, oh, okay, it's not just the veterans. Let's do their kids or let's do their grandkids. Well, we've That's- seen that there that one particular company was very much, it started like in World War II or World War I. After, yeah. well, probably during the aftermath of World War II when there was a sh- bucket load of, of veterans. Every mm-hmm. time you turned around, you were meeting somebody who'd been in the yeah. war. And then they started, you know, and because people get old and die, they died. Mm-hmm. And so they started saying, oh, well, we're losing our, our dollars because they're dying. It's like, okay, let's let's open it up to their kids. Well, their kids are now dying, so it's time to open it up to the grandkids. Yeah, except we ran, and this, this is something more, we ran for almost 20 years in Afghanistan in, in, in that conflict. Oh, yeah. So we've got 
a tremendous veterans population. Yes, we do. And a lot of them, a lot of your, I don't know if they're being snapped up by that particular situation. If they're, if they're falling into that trap. Some are, some aren't. It, it, it really, it really depends on the flag waving. It's you, you, some are, have got a good head on their shoulders and do the, okay, I'm being catered to. Is it a good enough, is a good enough program for my family? Exactly. Now, if you're smart enough to recognize when you're being, um, uh, targeted, um, mm -hmm. for marketing, cause that happens. Oh, yeah. You are a, 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 if you are a preferred demographic, take advantage of it. Cause you're going to get stuff. You're not going to get any other time. Yeah. Cause it's their, it's, it's their marketing dollars being spent and they want to make it work. Mm -hmm. So you might be able to get a, a, a discount here, a discount there. Um, and you know, why not? Why not take advantage of it? I mean, like right now, I think there's probably a couple of things out there. You can go get a free breakfast at Denny's or something if you're a veteran. Yeah, there, there's a few programs like that. Um, one of the one of the best treats that I've 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 encountered was was Enterprise for Equity and their training for veterans. Yes. Um, they had a it was it was uh, amusing because we didn't use that approach. To get our training with them. No, we went a different approach, but we could have gone with a veteran angle. But we didn't know about it. No, we didn't know about it. Um, but it was it was kind of nice when we went to the reunion and it was like there was like five or six other veteran families there. Exactly, and that's kind of nifty. Well, what we what I've known about many veterans is they've got that independent streak to begin with. Yeah. So being a small business owner is really common for a veteran. It is and it isn't. I, I've I've known some that have struggled with 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 you know their work life mm -hmm. and others that have really embraced that independence status mm -hmm. and i've seen some that have like oh yeah i'm gonna be a school teacher and i'm that school teacher for the next 50 years and there's nothing wrong with that um and it, it is it's it's steady that we're all over the all over the map but like was, everybody but it was you know it's like oh i could have used this when i got out um, mm -hmm. and it would have been cool, but it didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but there are still people coming out of the service now, whether they're coming from a combat situation mm -hmm. or not, they, they need to be reintegrated into modern American society. And yeah, yeah it is a reintegration because it's such a very, very different world. It isn't, it isn't. If people, people do the, 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 the reintegration thing. Um, it's largely on, on who you hang out with. Okay. Um, when, when I got out and came back, my immediate circle had scattered to the, to the, the four corners of the Which world. Which is to be expected. So it was. You went in when you were a teenager. Yeah. So I, it wasn't really hanging out with the old crew as, as much as figuring out on, 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 you know, if I wanted to build a new crew or what. Um, you know, it took almost 20 years before I realized that, that, oh my gosh, there are people from my unit still alive. Yeah. Well, a lot of them didn't make it. Yeah. Um, for one reason or another. For one reason or another. It was, it's, it's, you know, it's like, yeah, there, there's a higher suicide rate. Um, it, it's just how we deal with stress and some of us put us put ourselves in the stress. Some of us uh, 
adapt some really horrible self-destructive habits. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, it takes work. Um, but I, you know, the, the whole notion of, um, you know, Hey, you know, let's just blindly think it's like, no, we should thank them and figure out how to, how to get them to keep going forward and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big thing. Cause when I, when I got out, it was, uh, I rolled into, I think the first time I really realized that it was something different mm-hmm. was I, I entered a community college with my, my vet, my, my VA bill. And the boys with ball caps. Mm-hmm. This was the college. They, these were these were guys that were going to college because their 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 daddies could pay for their college. Okay. Um, and they they weren't high enough rollers that they could go to a full university. Mm-hmm. And they all wore baseball caps <laughs> and were just kind of there. Okay. Um, they weren't invested at all. Yeah, they they weren't invested. They were they were in that that eight day holding phase that I was. Go to college or go to work. Yeah, and they didn't want to go to work, so they they, they went to. And it was it was it was very weird because I'd walk in and. They were playing these weird high school games. Yeah, because at this point, this was just an extension of high school for them. Yeah, and it, it, it was like, and, and just dumb garbage would fall out of their mouths. <laughs> and, and that's the best way to put it, dumb garbage. I, I remember we, we, we were reading a book, it was in English, on, and it, it had to deal with a, a Native American struggling with drinking mm-hmm. and addiction. Um. And one of the guys piped up saying that, that all Indians are like, that. And, I, and I had to, I had to freaking say something because mm-hmm. he was an idiot. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and, but that was my first real encounter of, of, Hey, this is someone in their lives who have never done anything real, mm-hmm. who've never had to really look at consequences. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, really look at consequences because <laughs> daddy would pay, bail them out. Daddy would give them a mm-hmm. car. Uh, and they led this incredibly sheltered life mm-hmm. that you never got as a veteran. Yeah. And that is, that is the importance of veterans in society is to hey, you know what? They're the closest that many people will ever get to real. Okay. That's that's, that's a hell of a statement, Matt. And yes, a lot of people have that opportunity to to get real Mm -hmm. and and do a a time in the service. Um, As we get older, it's it's like, oh yeah, I would have, could have, should have, didn't. Um, and of the of the folks that said, "Oh, well, I could have joined," is less like, "Well, why didn't you?" Uh-huh. Um, we 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 acknowledged, you know, their their personal failures. 
if someone says, hey, I'm going to, you know, join the, the, the Peace Corps, it's like, good, awesome, rock on. Uh -huh. you, are, you are taking yourself out of your comfort zone and you're going out and serving the world. That's mm -hmm. awesome. It's not like a mission where you're, you know, having a church in charge of you. Mm -hmm. um, it is you are there as part of the organization to improve people's lives. Uh -huh. You don't have to do it internationally to improve mm -hmm. people's lives. Me, I've never been in the service. I've never been in the Peace Corps, but I'm working very hard to improve people's lives. That's true. There's different paths to it. Mm -hmm. You know, but there was a point in my for a good chunk of my life, I was just took me a while. <laughs> got to grow up. And so I did. And I here I am today helping people with their insurance. So um that's yeah. probably a good place to put a pin in it, don't you think? Are mm. we we're getting close to the end? Yeah, well it's do not undersell yourself because no. there are very few in individuals that are walking around that would work seven days a week. That's true. And we're doing that right now. And I've done that many, many times in my life because it's important to get things done and get, and I'm, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it because my people need help. Yes. But how many people would do it without an hourly wage? What's overtime? I don't know what overtime is. Time and a half. I know. I know what overtime mm -hmm. is. I'm being facetious. Because that, that's what most people do not comprehend is is what you're doing. You're you're not getting. I'm not getting overtime. You're not getting overtime for this. No, I have worked seven days a week, like I said, many days mm -hmm. of my life, but I've never gotten overtime for it because I've always either done two jobs or done this one, which yeah. I it, which is it's my own business. I don't pay myself a wage and a half. No, we we, we get paid piecework, uh -huh. and that's what it is. It's it's piecework. It's piece work. Um, and we, we acknowledge that. And yes, we, we work long hours. I think sun, after Sunday, we are our fourth week straight of, of seven days a week. Something like that. Um, you kind of lost track. It's a big blur. Yeah. It, it just becomes a big blur of, of service. And so it's, it's kind of important that someone says, Hey, we've got an appointment. You make the appointment. Yeah. Or at least let us know that you're not going to make it or change yeah. it to like a phone appointment or if something. you're, if you're sick. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, if you're now. To be fair, mm -hmm. one of the reasons why we were able to do the, the podcast is because we did have a client who came and said, unfortunately, they were too unwell to even do a phone appointment. Yeah. They're early enough in their illness that their hair, they are seriously fuzzy brained. Mm -hmm. So we're okay. We're, we rescheduled for later down, <laughs> but they did, but we did reschedule. Yeah. And, so, the, and we appreciate and we hope that, that they feel better. We, we really appreciate that because yeah, it means that they've got to do that personal sacrifice of not making that appointment in the if they get us sick and we're out for two weeks, over a hundred families will lose that conversation with us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They will not be able to make sure that what they have, they won't be able to consult with us to make sure what they have is what, what they want. Yeah. And you know, there are situations right now where it's like, I've lost my insurance. I need something. Mm -hmm. It's not just renewals. It's new stuff. Yeah. We, we figured out it's about 12% of the, the people that are coming into our office and plans that we're writing about 12% are special enrollments. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. I just did one about 10 minutes ago. So, <laughs> hey, everyone, have a great Veterans Day. And yep. if you, you know. If you have a veteran in your life, ask them how they're doing. Yeah, say, hey, awesome you did that. 
How are you doing? Mm -hmm. How can I make your life better? Exactly. Even if it's just buying a cheeseburger. Yep. All right. Have so, a great day. Talk to you next week. All right. Bye. bye.